0: use that opportunity to go and and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy certain point if you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star then Uh Uh then then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status we i mean i'm not even i'm not even saying eat meat but at least put some cereal in the milk come on That's like taking 666, the mark of the beast, and redefining it like Biggie tried to do and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666. You can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Here's a story of a guy who just, his heart just wasn't right. This is Simon, the story of Simon the sorcerer. And God said, I mean, the Bible said that Simon the sorcerer had made a reputation for himself as being a great. Man of God. They thought he was from God, but he really had potions and he was using potion potions and magic to deceive people. And they thought it was the power of God or they thought he was some great one is what the Bible actually said. Well, the Bible says that when Simon saw that through the land on of the apostles and because the Bible said earlier that he did believe and decided to follow Philip when Philip got around Peter uh, and John. Uh, The Bible tells us that he saw Peter and John laying hands on people and they would receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When he saw this, he was like, oh, man, that's right up my alley. That's what I used to do. That's who I used to be. That's who people see. So I need to get this and add this to who I was. Now, the problem with Simon, the sorcerer, which is the problem with a lot of us is you don't add God to who you were. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a what new creation. creation. Old things are so you don't add him to who you used to be. But that's what people are doing now trying to add Christ so they can feel better about who they are. This is not what God wants. But this is what Simon did when he saw that through the laying on of the apostles hands, the Holy Ghost was given. He offered them money saying, give me this power that whosoever I lay hands on may receive the Holy Ghost. And Peter looked at him and said, man. May your money perish with you because you sought, you thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Basically, he was insulted, Peter. He was insulted. He, you thought this was about money? He said, thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of thy wickedness and pray if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. And this is, this is the part right here. And this is the part people can't, they, they, they can't do this anymore, Will. They don't let the preacher or the apostle or the true man of God speak to them like this. But 8 and 23, he says, I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness. In other words, I perceive that something went down in your heart a long time ago. Yeah. See, yeah. I, they don't let you talk like that no more. You're right. You're right. That's how I've been talking to y'all. Yes. Any one of you that has come to me, even privately. That's, I talk like that because that's the, that's what, am I a pastor? Yes, mm-hmm. So if I see that there's something in your past that is still hindering your present, I'm going to speak to it. Then you. either you're going to give me that place and authority or you in the wrong church. Right. Why would you be in a church? Up. Right. Come mm-hmm. on now. Mm-hmm. He opens up and Oh, I could do a whole sermon on 8 and 23. He says, I perceive. In other words, the Holy Spirit has led me to believe that something is wrong internally inside of you. Something happened to you that has caused you to be bitter. And so sin has shackled you. You're in the bond of iniquity. In other words, something's wrong with you. And when he read Simon, Simon jumped up. Oh, man, pray to the Lord for me that none of these things which you have spoken come upon. me. But this is the way the apostles were led to deal with people. But people are so used to getting the Bible, checking it for themselves. "Eh, I believe this that the pastor said, but this right here, I don't agree. I believe this, but this right here, nah, I just don't agree with that. You know, people are so used to doing that now. You can't talk to them like this no more. You go up to them and say, hey, man, I perceive that something happened with you when you were young. Nah, nah, I don't agree. Why are you here? Then answered Simon, pray to the Lord for me. True gospel. Oh, this is good stuff to me. The gospel, good news of the Bible is about Jesus Christ. Did you know that? Adherence to the gospel stipulates service to Christ alone. Jesus Christ never, look at somebody and say never, never Never called a self serving man. That's right. What use does God have with somebody that's going to do it their way? God only calls those that will do it his way. John 12 and 26, if any man serve me, let him do what? Oh, man, these scriptures are powerful. If any man serve me, let him follow me. So if you're going to call yourself a Christian, then you got to do what he said. That's right. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. The key to that is you got to serve Jesus. When we accept Christ in our lives, we also accept the infallible truth of the gospel. Denial of self and selfish motives are required for salvation. Now, if we're just going to be a church full of people that's going to do it any kind of way, the way we say, the way we think, and we're not going to adhere to the word of God and give up our selfish motives, are we saved? Is that true salvation? Salvation? I thought salvation was accepting his way. Well, I'm saved, but some parts of the Bible, I just don't. Man, I was in Dallas the other day and uh, rolled by this church called the Brotherhood of the Cross and Star. Okay, you already know. So I looked it up, you know, I took a picture of it and posted it on Twitter, then I looked it up and found out it's a Nigerian church. It's a cult that has moved into the United States, mostly from the East Coast, but it's spread over here. I'm sorry, Chief. Yo 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 people. But uh it's over <laughs> it's spread over from the east here, and uh it's called the the, the church and the star, uh brotherhood of the church and the star. The leader of the church, they call him Lord and Savior. He's the one. His name is the one. First Corinthians nine and 16. For though I preach the gospel, I have what? Nothing to glory of for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel, meaning I'm going to deny myself and do this. Even if necessity is on me, even if I have need, whatever it is, I'm going to sacrifice it and who I am for the sake of the gospel. In other words, my selfish motives, I have to erase. I have to give those up for the sake of the gospel. Amen. Amen? Amen. We've been talking about this for this is like the fourth lesson. The modern church is full of believers that claim gifts and callings in order to rank themselves above others and to establish their presence on prestigious platforms. Some of y'all didn't grow up like I did, but a lot of these churches and that's where it starts. It starts with that, that those issues, that bitterness, that anger, that whatever. Your mama didn't love you enough. Your daddy didn't do what he should have done. You may not know him, whatever. And so you begin to seek the applause of people and you begin to seek platforms. You begin to seek. I mean, I love ABC. Uh, I love this church, the way it's structured. But I mean, there's really no platform here. I don't even I don't preach up there. I mean, there's really no, nowhere you can be here and shine. Church is not wired that way. You know what I'm saying? But people try to do it. They try to position themselves and try to, you know, make a few phone calls and try to find somewhere where they can get some glory. Even here. We don't even have a name on the building. You want glory in the bunker? Nobody even knows where we are. How are you going to be in here and try to be something? <laughs> but people do it because they have issues, and their issues cause them to seek platforms. And that's usually when they go start a church, start something, get under some bishop or something, and then he gives them a collar and a cross, and it's all good. Jesus. Brother, don't know veggie tales. <laughs> Pastor it. You a bishop now, dude? How did you become bishop? You can't even preach. <laughs> I know bishops that can't, they be up preaching, people be like, <laughs> who elevated him? And then they try to explain it. Well, no, 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 he can't preach, but he's a great administrator. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Did the Bible say in the qualifications that he needed to be able to administrate? Be a businessman? You're a business bishop now his kid's crazy his wife hate him he's gay but his administration skills are through the roof <laughs> is that all it takes i run into people all the time i was at this funeral I ran into somebody he's like how you doing man i was like, hey dude what's up uh, that's bishop bye i didn't say nothing else i just turned around and walked off but the church is full of believers that claim gift and callings in order to rank themselves above others, to establish their presence on prestigious platforms. Uh, Philippians 1 and 15 says, some indeed preach Christ, even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. So Paul is saying there's going to be preachers that's preaching that's causing mess, starting mess, all of that. Preaching for the, ver- for, for the wrong reason is what Paul is saying. A lot of them were preaching just because he was in jail and they were trying to intercept his, his, his following. Can I keep going? Many believers desire the call of God, even a false anointing on their lives in order to be esteemed and elevated in the eyes of men. And I know this sounds like I'm talking about big time bishops, but I'm talking about folks right in here, right in here. Don't make any sense. I mean, come on. You don't have to do that. Don't look for elevation. Let God look at somebody say, let God do that. God knows exactly what he has put in you. Now, I don't know of a church that has more gifted people than ABC, literally. And talented people, I think this is one of a kind. I mean, we have most of the, most of the men in here know how to lay some tracks and rap and make music. I mean, it's just, this church is just crazy with talent. So we have all that in here. And I thank God for you and your humble attitude and how you come just to serve God or whatever. But don't seek platforms for yourself. Let God, God knows exactly what he's invested in you and he will open up opportunity for you to use it, but he's not going to do it until you're ready right. Right. until you have fixed these relationships. See, I can't get amens on that until you go and make it right. Because if God elevates you and uses you and you carrying that, you're going to set a wrong precedent these believers also desire titles accolades and positions so they can stand out from the crowd because they want to they they, they, they want to be in the know they want you to know who they are they want to know they want you to know and yeah come on Matthew 23 and 8 I love this passage this passage contradicts the modern church so bad be not called rabbi which is teacher. That's right, ain't it? Okay. It's been a while. Be not called rabbi. I know a dude that put rabbi on his license plate. I think I was related to him. The Bible said, be not ye called what? Rabbi. So if you go to the Texas License Department of Motor Vehicles, you get a piece of paper. I think I'll put rabbi you just contradict it for only one is your master and that's christ and he's master of all brethren then this one right here and call no man your what father. upon the earth for one is your father, which is where Amen. in heaven now he wasn't talking about your daddy right. Right. don't call another man meaning don't give another man that kind of power over you. That's why you don't call me daddy and call my wife mama. I ain't your daddy. You got one. I don't know where he is. You might not know. You need to find it. But it's not me. Don't don't call me that. We don't do that in here. Because the I'm trying to figure out which part. I go to some churches and sitting in the office and people coming there. Hey Dad, you want me to do this for you? Dad! yes son yes go hey mama hey mama mama you the same age <laughs> can I tell the truth in here see me, 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 me my, we don't me and my wife made a pact when we first started we weren't gonna do that because the bible said don't right. the bible said don't so we've had a few people come and they try to do that and we won't do it so they go find somebody else to call mama and daddy mm-hmm. okay. we're not doing that here it's not that kind of church. No. Call no man father. We're not going to give people that kind of power over us. Yes, sir. No. 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 And anybody trying to be your mama and daddy that's not your mama and daddy, they're doing it because of their relationship with their mama and daddy. Can I tell the truth in here? Yeah, anybody designed to be your mama and daddy, your your surrogate, whatever, spiritual surrogate father and the surrogate mother, whatever that y'all call it. Anybody trying to be that, I guarantee you that something is wrong with their mama and daddy's relationship right. with them. They have an issue. I'm like I'm like the Bible, I perceive that there is bitterness because something went down with your mama and your daddy and now you're seeking that Power over someone else so you can show them the, the way it should have been done for you. Yeah, that's good. Is this new stuff I'm teaching? No. no, sir. This is on seasons and it's on identity crisis. I've been teaching this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Neither be ye called master. For one is your master, even Christ. But he that is greatest among you shall be what? your servant. This behavior is not indicative of the ministry of the apostles and early believers. Jesus exemplified and taught his apostles to avoid fame and platforms. Avoid lifting yourself up. What did Jesus do? Whenever he would heal someone he would tell them don't tell anyone. Don't elevate me and lift me up because my time is not yet. What Jesus was really saying is when I'm lifted up, it's not going to look like y'all think it is. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, you! Oh, you want you you want to be with me in my kingdom? Remember, they asked him that. The lady asked, "Can my sons be with you?" Do you know when I'm lifted up, I will be dying on a cross. Hmm. Do you really know what you're asking? Jesus, do you really want to be lifted up? Philippians two and six: Who, being in the form of God, Jesus, in the form of God. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of what? No reputation and took upon him the what? And was what? Yeah, you want to be like Jesus? Tone it down. Jesus) In the Old Testament, God chose self-denied men to bring him glory. He resisted self-proclaimed men. James 4 and 6. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore, he said, God does what? But giveth grace to who? Oh, I'm enjoying this message. You know, because I love truth. I'm a truth lover. Even when it hurts me, I'm a truth lover. You know what I'm saying? If it's the truth, the demigod mentality. That is operating in the church today is derived from a pagan ideology. The this ment, uh, mentally obstructs the view of pastors, causes them to seek after what, money, and fame. What is a demigod? That's a star. That's a celebrity. That's somebody who, like the song, fame. I want everybody to know my name. I want to be famous. I, no matter where you put me, I need fame. No, 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 no! No vain glory. We're not seeking glory, Amen. We're not doing that. We're just not that kind. It's not that. Look at somebody say it's not that kind of party. Amen. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which some have coveted after. They have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through what? That's money, fame, money, trying to seek after money. The Bible says it is the root of what? So even these guys chasing fame and all that, it all leads back to what? Money. But titles should not be sought for fame. But they should be what? Acquired. Acquired as a result of work in ministry. When believers seek titles, it severely hinders the advancement of the kingdom. People get a call and start calling themselves the title before they even do anything. And they come to church looking for a title. People come to church and campaign for a title. Well, since I'm liked by most of, mostly everyone, I feel <laughs> title. They want a badge. I've been with people that told me, man, I hate church looking for an ice day. I think that was me one time. I was just, when it, when it iced, I was like, yes. Because I was only there for the title back in the day. Oh, y'all looking at me crazy. You know you've been to a church you didn't want to be at. Everybody has done that. Man, I hate this church. Well, why are you there? Because I'm deaconess number one. Nobody eats communion until I break the bread. That's why you go there? Pastor can't preach. Can't stand his wife. Praying for ice. Ooh, I hope they cancel church. (laughs) Colossians 3 and 23. And whatsoever ye do do it heartily, as to the Lord, not unto men. The focus of biblical ministry is service to others. It is contrary to the will of God for believers to work in a ministry for the purposes of being served. Or what? Amen. We're not doing it for that reason. We're doing everything for the glory and honor of God here. Amen? Amen. Not for your reputation, Matthew 15 and nine. But in vain, they do worship me teaching for doctrine. The what Amen. Amen. summary in the Bible days, one of the major differences between pagans and God's chosen people was self-denial. This is a good summary. Pagans believed that the worship of their leaders was synonymous to the worship of the gods. They believe when they paid, I mean, this is where it all came from. All of this old, the, you know, uh, uh, servant changing the pastor's clothes and sponge bathing him after he preached and fixing his hair and putting comics on his lips and all this old stuff following him around 18 men following him one got it, i got his bible i got his pen i got his handkerchief and all of that all that you know all of that came from this right here it came from pagan worship because they believe that when they do that they were doing it unto the lord or unto their god they believe that's how you serve your god by serving the man that way okay Pagans believed that the worship of their leader was synonymous to the worship of God's. But God's people were taught that denying oneself was the correct posture to worship God so he could operate through them. Remember, Cornelius walks up to Peter and says, Peter, oh, you, you're Peter the apostle. And the Bible said he bowed down before him. Peter said, get up. He said, I'm a mortal man like you. People don't understand what, what he was saying there. What he was really saying was, we're not pagans. So you're not, you can't worship God through me like that. You worship God through you. By presenting your body a what? A living sacrifice. A living living sacrifice. And then he tells you how it should how should it how it should be. Holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service so no you don't bow before me and think God is going to enjoy that no you bow before God and present your body a living sacrifice that's what Peter was saying get up you're not going to deify me like like the pagans do In modern times, God's mandate for self-denial in service and worship to him has been ignored by some and considerably changed by others. According to current church customs, a powerful man of God is characterized by what? Wealth, Wealth, fame, Mm. and a a mass of idolatrous followers. (laughs) (laughs) Pastors are measured by how much they have and how many people... Follow them. The saddest part of establishing a selfish platform is that God's word has to be what? Altered. Gotta alter the word. The gospel of selfish desires must be preached, sang, and taught in order for these leaders to look legitimate. Let me say that again. The gospel of self desires. Have you listened to the radio lately? You don't even have to listen to the radio, just listen to the intro to the songs. Kurt Franklin's praise. Why do they play that every time in between songs? Why you got to say your name and it's your praise? Did you write all them songs? I don't even understand it. That's the, what's that, the XM radio channel? And so between every third song, Kurt Franklin's praise. Every sixth song, he talks. My praise. That's, That's selfish desires and they got to keep singing them every song in between kurt's raspy voice every song is about you you're gonna get your miracle it's time for you to your breakthroughs coming god is gonna do it he he destined you to be great you great you're great something's gonna happen you gonna do ain't nothing about the lord right everything is about us Yep. And see that over and over being played, and everybody's singing that over and over. As soon as they step in church, okay, what you got for me today, God? That makes it real easy for the illegitimate preacher. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you came looking for something for God? Well, let me tell you what you're going to get, like a game show. Let me tell you what you've won. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle, season, hardness, destiny, purpose, and favor. You thought it was over. You should have blew your brains out for what you went through. But God said, you are the head and not the tail. Look, somebody's reaching in their purse right now. Brother Frank, I hear change clanging. Somebody's like, oh, what? But it has to be preached, sang, and taught in order for these leaders to look legitimate. So every conference they have is a what? Empowerment conference breakthrough conference you hype before you even go in there <laughs> didn't eat all week why well, you're not eating are you fasting no i gotta save my money because the breakthroughs coming and breakthroughs cost <laughs> last time you got a breakthrough you didn't have rent <laughs> but god never intended for his kingdom to be modeled after the kingdoms of this world. He has never desired for men to be lifted up for his name's sake. Nor receive the worship that is due him. In order for the true gospel of Jesus to be preached and people be converted. Men must do what? And not themselves. Unless we line up with the will of God. We will not see God's power operate in and through us. Galatians 6 and 3. For if a man think himself to be Something. When he is nothing, he does what? But let every man prove his own work. And then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. In other words, he's not modeling himself after somebody else to get what they got. If he prove his own work, do what God tells him to do, then his eyes don't have to be on someone else. Everybody stand up. With your heads bowed. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for everyone in this place. God, I thank you for every couple, every parent, every single man, single woman, every fiance, every future spouse, everyone that you have given us charge over in this place. Thank you, Lord, because you, God, have given us a place to come and hear pure, unadulterated truth truth unedited, uncut. Though it will offend many and though many will not be able to stay the course. God, you've given us a group of true, adamant believers that will stand no matter what weather comes. And for that, I'm grateful. And I pray, Father God, that you will continue to allow them to hear what is being said. Allow them to hear what is being taught. And don't let them be deceived and distracted By the devil. Don't let them be deceived and distracted by strange voices. Don't let them be deceived and distracted, God, but let them stay the course. Because if you're the God that we say you are, you can fix anything. And we give you glory and honor for that alone. www.exministries.com